good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another section of Inspired by the Word, Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, it's time to pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. With a heart of gratitude, let's give thanks and exalt the name of the Lord for all his marvelous works and for answering all our prayers <clears throat> concerning the nations of the world your love words, special, and the upcoming healing streams, lightning service, for the miracles and the increase in the knowledge of God's word in our lives. Scripture is Psalm 28, verse 7, TPT. says, you are my strength and my shield from every danger. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. Praise the Lord. Now we are praying earnestly in tongues of the Spirit and give thanks in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ concerning the healing streams, lightning service, your love was special, and all the things that the Lord has been doing through us. Hallelujah. Just kindly unmute your mics, brethren, and let us make power available. Mari <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. 
Oh, hallelujah, my soul, Pratila Kabo, Shekereba, Sandele, Bashakarabaya. Oh, Father, we thank you. Mako Pratia, Secretary Bashantaya. We love what specials, Mele Krobo, Sopratia, Kasonto, Makaba, Shekaterebo, Shetabaya. Knowledge is increased in our lives. Merako, Shekereba, Sondorobo, Shepatia. Oh, we thank you, Lord God, for the healing streams, life healing service coming up soon. Oh, God, Mashaka, Barakaba, Oh, miracles and healings everywhere. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Oh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, oh Lord. For all our answered prayers, oh Bashata Karabaya. Concerning the nations of the world, oh, we give you all the glory, God. We give you all the glory, God. Oh, give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you so much, esteemed co-host, for the opportunity. God bless you. I'll, hand, I'll kindly hand over to the priest team. Thank you. Make a super kicker to receive the heart. Take it, Manto Suprikida Hada Dabushka Nabahan. Just lift up your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is gracious and kind. Our God is merciful and loving. Oh God, we bless your name this morning. Balikon Talabaha. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. We worship you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Almighty God, most excellent. Fearful and wonderful, 
In every way you are supreme, great God of all. There's none like you, by you when all things made. Oh, almighty God, most excellent, fearful and wonderful. In every way you are supreme, Great God of all, there's none like you, by you well, all things made. Lord eternal, master and ruler, you reign in the heavens. Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. In reverence and in awe, we sing of your grace. Oh, Lord, eternal master and ruler, you reign in the heavens lord your faithfulness endures forever in reverence and in awe we sing of your grace oh almighty god most excellent, fearful and wonderful. In every way you are supreme, oh great God of all. There's We 
your peace. There shall be no No Lord, your kingdom stands forever sure, and your word is unfallible, immortal God, Lord eternal, master and ruler, you reign in the heavens, Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. In reverence and in awe, we sing of your grace. Lord eternal, master and ruler, you reign in the heavens. Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. In reverence and in awe, we sing of your grace. Lord eternal, master and ruler, you reign in the heavens. Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. In reverence in all, we sing of your grace. Oh, the great I am, Master and Lord you are. You rule with righteousness and grace. And unto you. We raise our voice and praise, singing holy, holy to the everlasting God. Oh, the great am, Master and Lord you are. You rule with righteousness and grace. And unto you we raise a voice in praise, singing holy, holy to the everlasting King, Lord eternal, master and ruler, you reign in the heavens. Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. Representing all, we sing of your grace. Lord, eternal master and ruler, you reign in the Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. In reverence and in all, we sing 
of your grace and of the increase of your government and your peace there shall be no end, no end. Lord, your kingdom stands forever sure, and your word is infallible, immortal God. Lord, eternal master ruler you reign in the heavens lord your faithfulness and yours forever everything you know we see of your grace lord eternal Master and ruler, you reign in the heavens. Lord, your faithfulness and yours forever. In everything in know, we sing of your grace. In everything in know. We sing of your grace. In sin in all, we sing of your grace. Lord, You are Lord internal, the master and the ruler. You reign supreme and you reign everlasting. You reign internal in the heavens and in the affairs of men. Lord, your faithfulness endures forever. Your mercies endures forever. You are good and you are kind and you are faithful. We reverence you, O God. O Father, O God, we bow down in awe of your grace, of your majesty, the monarch of the universe. We join the gazillions of angels in heaven to say, Holy, holy are you, Lord. Heaven and earth adore you, angels bow before you, the sons of men come with praises and worship and thanksgiving. We acknowledge you for who you are. We give you praise, O oh God, we give you glory, O oh God. You are mighty. You are gracious. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The ancient of days, El Shaddai, is your name. 
Oh, Adonai, Yahweh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Gaho, Jehovah Rapha, oh God, we worship you, our Shama. We worship you, our Shalom. God, our perfect peace, we give you praise, Jehovah Sikenu. Blessed be thy holy name, Yahweh. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We give you praise, Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, O God, that our worship come to you this morning as a sweet smell in several. Sanctified and consecrated just for you. Our hearts, it palpitates just for you. We live just for you. The contemplations of our spirits, they are just for you. Everything about us, everything that concerns us, Father, we lay them down just for you. Have your way. Let your will be enforced in our time and in our nations and in our lives. That your kingdom come and your will is done. Your will is done. Your will is done. In every sphere of our influence, in our aeon, we are the enforcers of your will. Father, oh God, as we put our eyes to your word, we ask that spirit of God, breathe on your word. Our hearts are open to receive from you. We receive illumination. For the word of God is light. It is light illuminating every darkness, every crevices of darkness. Father, we ask that your word bring clarity to every confusion, to every question, that it brings answers. Father, oh God, we ask for divine and diverse expressions of your word as we study today. King of glory, your word is potent, it is spirits, and it is life. We are revitalized, rejigged, rejuvenated as we put our eyes to your word. We have eyes that see, ears that hear, and a spirit that is ready, prompted, and sensitive to the instructions that come from your word. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet Ma. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Grace Ma, for the time of worship and praise. Indeed, he is Lord and Tanau. What a song, what a time, what a season. Oh, thank you, dear esteemed Sister Jasmine, for the time of intercessory prayer. God bless you all. And once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Times of devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. I want to thank especially dear esteemed Sister Makama for the 
amazing opportunity to stand in for her and take the Rhapsody of Reality segments. God bless you, Ma. And esteemed theorist, esteemed and Pastor Dapandila, thank you for sharing your screen. And all the co-hosts, God bless you for everything you do. God bless you all. Today is Thursday, sorry, today's Friday, sorry. Today's Friday, the 14th of July, <laughs> the 14th of July, 2023, glory to God. And the title of today's devotional is Equal Ownership. Equal Ownership. Oh, glory to God. And the theme scripture for today is taken from the book of Romans 8, 16 to 17. And the Bible says, the spirit himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. And if children, then hers, hers of God and joint hers with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Oh, glory to God. Oh, what an amazing scripture for such a season. Hallelujah. Pastor says, some Bible translators grapple with the Spirit's communication through the Apostle Paul in our opening scripture when he referred to us as joint heads with Christ. It's <laughs> uh, all right. It was too big for their theology. Therefore, some of them decided to translate it as cohes instead of staying with the original Greek rendering, which is sogkleronomos, joint heads. <laughs> mm. Okay. A cohere shares in the inheritance, but not in joint ownership. A cohere shares in the inheritance, but not in joint ownership. Unlike cohere's joint ownership, joint heads own the inheritance jointly with undivided interests and they have equal rights to the entire inheritance. <laughs> ah. Let's put it this way. Why cohairs can share it 30-70 or 60-40 or some other relevant fractions. The case with joint hairship is that no one gets anything without the other. And they have equal ownership over the whole 100%. Ah. 
Hey. I'm going to give you a minute there to think about it. If this was Psalms, they would say Sila. Just think about it. Joint hairs. With joint hairship, no one gets anything without the other. Remember that the person being talked about here is you and Jesus. Us and Jesus. Not us and us. Not you and I. Is us and Jesus. No one gets anything without the other. They have equal ownership over the whole 100%. To be a joint heir with Christ means... <laughs> Everything that belongs to him belongs to you. In the same way and degree that it belongs to him. Everything that belongs to him belongs to you in the same way and degree that it belongs to him. No wonder the word declares that in Christ. Avala kusa talibara shunte enteli kau basunte nebaro shara basanta enteli ba yeke baya balo shere basunde entele baro shere basunte yeke baya balize geba bako salibara shunte yeke baya glory to God. In Christ, child of God, all things are yours. In case you forget, the reason why you would remember that scripture from today onwards for the rest of your life is all things are yours because all things are his and you are in 100% ownership of all the things with him. How can you then know this and be limited in life going forward from today? Nothing should limit you ever again. Nothing Ah! Oh, Kabale Kibasun Telebaya. Kelvin Aries, hear you the words of the Lord. Nothing should limit you, not your job or business. Nothing should get you hemmed in. Hemmed in financially because you are an heir of God. 
you are an heir of God. You are an heir of God. You are an heir of God. Esteem Sister Grace Diala, you are an heir of God. Esteem Pastor Dapandula, you are an heir of God. Francisca, you are an heir of God. Pastor Sage, you are primarily an heir of God. And a joint heir with Christ, not co-heir. As Christ is an heir of God, so are you an heir of God. Now, in the order and hierarchy of the airship, you are both joint heirs. Everything he has is 100 percent yours. Can you think of what you think? What do you think he has? What can your mind envisage that is his? Ah. Oh, why not have the boldness and call yourself the possessor of the whole universe? Because that is who he is. Ah, think about what he owns. And then, then you will know how limitless and unsearchable your riches and resources are. You have all things that pertains to life and godliness. Second Peter's one three. All things, all not some. All things, therefore, child of God, lift your heads above the clouds and think like God. Ha, ah. Oh, my mind. Hey, is somebody literally hearing their mind stretch? Ah. Because you must see it. You must be able to see it for you to know that it is yours. You must see it, so stretch it. Stretch it, Spirit of the Living God. Stretch my abilities to see my mind. Oh, what a season! Thank God for the power of your mind. Kai! Hey! Therefore, Pastor says. Lift your heads above the cloud. Think like God. Live a limitless life. Meditate on this truth today that you are a joint head with Christ and your creativity 
ingenuity, inventiveness, and innovativeness will come alive and you will become a solution provider. Hey, I don't care what are the limitations, but today, today, we have broken through all of them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. This one, I water and I got it with all fierceness. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's devotion. And thank you so much, dear esteemed Makama, for the amazing, amazing opportunity. God bless you, ma. And right now, I'll hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Inyema, who will take us in the further studies and the New Testament Bible reading. God bless you all. Over to you, esteemed ma. Do enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you, ma. God bless you, too. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from, I'll take the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Galatians 4 7. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Galatians 3 28. In Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, we are all equal. That is, we are all in a common relationship with Jesus Christ. Also, since you are Christ's family, then you are Abraham's famous descendants, heirs according to the covenant's promises. Praise the Lord. Please, let's take the confession together. I'm a joint heir with Christ, and I'm heir of God's kingdom of blessings. I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. I work in divine health and prosperity and function from a position of victory, unending sources in Christ Jesus. I flourish exceedingly in every good work in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. Now we are still in Acts chapter 22, verse 22. Praise God. Caption, a Roman citizen. The people and the crowd had listened attentively up to this point. But now the Brooklyn shouted out, kill him, he's an insect, stomp on him. They shook their fists. They filled the air with curses. That's when the captain intervened and ordered Paul taken into the barracks. By now, the captain was thoroughly aspirated. He decided to interrogate Paul under torture in order to get to the bottom of this, to find out what he had done that provoked this outrage violence. As he spread, eagled him with strips of leather, getting him ready for the whip. Paul said to the centurion standing there, is this legal, torturing a Roman citizen without a fair trial? When the centurion heard that, they went directly to the captain. Do you realize what you've done? This man is a royal Roman citizen. The captain came back and took charge. Is what I hear right? You are a Roman citizen. Paul said, I certainly am. 
The captain was impressed. I paid a huge sum for my citizenship. How much did it cost you? Nothing, said Paul. It cost me nothing. I was free from the day of my birth. That put a stop to the interrogation. And it put fear of God into the captain. He had put a Roman citizen in chains and come within a whisker, putting him under torture. The next day, determined to get to the root of the trouble and know for sure what was behind the Jewish accusation, the captain released Paul and ordered a meeting of the high priest and the high council to see what they could make of it. Paul was led in and took his place before them. 23. Caption before the high council. Paul surveyed the members of the council with a steady gaze and then said his peace, friends, I've lived with a clear conscience before God all my life, up to this very moment. That set the chief priest and I off. He ordered the aides to slap Paul in the face. Paul shot back. God will slap you down. What a fake you are. You sit there and judge me by the law and then break the law by ordering me slapped around. The aides were scandalized. How dare you talk to God's chief priest like that? Paul acted surprised. How was I to know he was a chief priest? He doesn't act like a chief priest. You are right, the scripture does say. Don't speak abusively to a ruler of the people. Sorry. Paul, knowing some of the council was made of Sadducees and others of Pharisees, and how they hated each other, decided to exploit their antagonism. Friends, I'm a stalwart Pharisee from a long line of Pharisees. It's because of my Pharisees' conviction, the hope and reservation of the dead that I've been hauled into this court. The moment he said this, the council split right down the middle. Pharisees and Sadducees going at each other in heated arguments. Sadducees have nothing to do with a reservation or angels or even a spirit. If they can't see it, they don't believe it. Pharisees believe it all, so a huge and noisy quarrel broke out. Then some of the religious scholars on the Pharisees' side shouted down the others, We don't find anything wrong with this man. What if a spirit has spoken to him, or maybe an angel? What if he turned as you are fighting against God? That was fuel on the fire. The quarrel flamed up and became so violent. The captain was afraid they could tear Paul apart, limb from limb. He ordered the soldiers to get him out of there and escort him back to safety of the barracks. Caption, a plot against Paul. That night, the master appeared to Paul. It's going to be all right. Everything is going to turn out for the best. You've been a good witness for me here in Jerusalem. Now, you are going to be my witness in Rome. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I say a big thank you to Mr. Maka for the opportunity to take the New Testament. So have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. And remember, I love you. We love you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible study. Thank you also very much for being making yourself available for this 
devotions this morning. Thank you, esteemed co-host. Glory to God. Today, we'll be reading the book of Job, chapters 36 to 39. Glory to God. Those who learn from their suffering. Here, Elihu took a deep breath, but kept going. Stay with me a little longer. I'll convince you. There's still more to be said on God's side. I learned all this firsthand from the source. Everything I know about justice, I owe to my maker himself. Trust me, I'm giving you undiluted truth. Believe me, I know these things inside and out. It's true that God is all-powerful, but he doesn't bully innocent people. For the wicked, though, it's a different story. He doesn't give them the time of day or champions the rights of their victims. He never takes his side, he, he never takes his eyes off the righteous. He honors them lavishly, promotes them endlessly. When things go badly, when affliction and suffering descend, God tells them where they've gone wrong, shows them how their pride has caused their trouble. He forces them to heed his warning, tells them they must repent of their bad life. If they obey and serve him, they'll have a good, they'll have a good long life on easy street. But if they disobey, they'll be cut down in their prime and never, and never know the first thing about life. Angry people without God pile grievance upon grievance always blaming others for their troubles, leaving it up in sexual excesses. Very little wasted, they die young. But those who learn from their suffering, God delivers from their suffering. Obsessed with putting the blame on God. Oh Job, don't you see how God's wooing you from the jaws of danger? How he's drawing you into wide open places? inviting you to feast at a table laden with blessings. And here you are laden with the guilt of the wicked, obsessed with putting the blame on God. Don't let your great riches mislead. Don't let your great riches mislead you. Don't think you can bribe your way out of this. Did you plan to buy your way out of this? Not on your life. And don't think that night when people sleep off their troubles will bring you any relief. Above all, don't make things worse with more evil. That's what's behind your suffering as it is. Do you have any idea how powerful God is? Have you ever heard of a teacher like him? Has anyone ever had to tell him what to do or correct him, saying, <laughs> saying, you did that all wrong? Remember then to praise his workmanship, which is so often celebrated song. Everybody sees it. Nobody is too far away to see it. No one can escape from God. Take a long, hard look. See how great he is, infinite, greater than everything you could ever imagine or figure out. 
he pulls water out of the sea, distills it, and fills up his rain cloud systems. Then the skies open up and pour out soaking showers on everyone. Does anyone have the slightest idea how this happens? How he, he arranges the clouds? How he speaks in thunder? Just look at that light. His sky filling lights show. Illumine, illumining the dark depths of the sea. These are the symbols of his sovereignty, his generosity, his loving care. He hurls arrows of light, taking sure and accurate aim. The high God roars in the thunder, angry against evil. Whenever this happens, my heart stops. I'm stunned. I can't catch my breath. Listen to it, listen to his thunder, the rolling, rumbling thunder of his voice. He lets, sorry, he lets loose his lightnings from horizon to horizon, lightning up the earth from pole to pole. In their wake, the thunder echoes his voice, powerful and majestic. He lets out all the stops, he holds nothing back. No one can mistake that voice. His word thundering so wondrously, his mighty acts staggering our understanding. He orders the snow, blankets the earth, and the rain soak the whole countryside. No one can escape the weather. It's there, and no one can escape from God. Wild animals take shelter, crawling into their dens when blizzards roar out of the nord and freezing rain cross the land. It's God's breath that forms the earth. It's God's breath that turns lakes and rivers solid. And yes, it's God who fills clouds with rainwater and hauls lightning from them which and hauls lightning from them every which way. He puts them through their, their paces, first this way, then that commands them to do what he says all over the world, whether for, whether for discipline or grace or extravagant love. He makes sure they make their mark. A terrible beauty streams from God. Job, are you listening? Have you noticed all this? Stop in your tracks. God, take in God's miracle wonders. Do you have any idea how God does it all? How he makes bright lightning from dark storms? How he piles up the cumulus clouds? All these miracle wonders of a perfect mind. Why you don't even know? Why you don't even know how to keep cool on a sweltering hot day? So how could you even dream of making a dent in that hot tin roof sky? If you're so smart, Give us a lesson in how to address God. We're in the dark and can't figure it out. Do you think I'm dumb enough to challenge God? Wouldn't that just be asking for trouble? No one in his right mind stares straight at the sun on a clear and cloudless day. As gold comes from the northern mountains, so a terrible beauty streams from God. Mighty God, far beyond our reach unsurpassable in power and justice. 
it's unthinkable that he'll treat anyone unfairly. So bow to him in deep reverence, one and all. If you're wise, you'll most certainly worship him. God confronts Job. Have you gotten to the bottom of things? And now, finally, God answered Job from the eye of a violent storm. He said, why do you confuse the issue? Why do you talk without knowing what you're talking about? Pull yourself together, Job. Up on your feet. Stand tall. I have some questions for you. And I want some straight answers. Where were you when I created the earth? Tell me, since you know so much, who decided on its size? Certainly you will know that. Who came up with the blueprints and measurements? How was its foundation poured and who set the cornerstone? While the morning stars sang in chorus and all the angels shouted praise, and who took charge of the ocean when it gushed forth like a baby from the womb? That was me. I wrapped it in soft clouds and tucked it in safely at night. Then I made a playpen for it, a strong playpen so it couldn't run loose, and said, stay here, this is your place. Your wild tantrums are confined to this place. And have you ever ordered morning? Get up, told dawn, get to work. So you could seize earth like a blanket and shake out the wicked like cockroaches. As the sun brings everything to light, brings out all the colors and shapes. The cover of darkness is snatched from the wicked. From the wicked. They are caught in the very act. <laughs> have you ever gotten to the true bottom of things? explored the Librethine caves of deep ocean. Do you know the first thing about death? Do you have one clue regarding death's dark mysteries? And do you have any idea how large this earth is? Speak up if you have even the beginning of the answer. Do you know how, do you know where light comes from and where darkness leads? So you can take them by the hand and lead them home when they get lost. Why, of course, you know that. You've known them all your life. Grow up in the same neighborhood with them. Grown up in the same neighborhood with them. Have you ever traveled to where snow is made? Seen the vaults where hail is stockpiled? The arsenals of hail and snow that I keep in readiness for times of trouble and battle and war? Can you find your way to where lightning is launched or to the place from which the wind blows? Who do you suppose carves canyons from the downpours of rain and charts, the root of thunderstorms that bring water to unvisited fields, deserts no one ever lays eyes on, drenching the useless wastelands so they are carpeted with wildflowers and grass. And who do you think is the father of rain and dew, the mother of ice and frost? You don't for a minute imagine these marvels of weather just happen, do you? 
Can you catch the eye of the beautiful Pleiades sisters or distract Orion from his haunt? Can you get Venus to look your way or get the great bear and her cubs to come out and play? Do you know the first thing about the sky's constellations and how they affect things on earth? Can you get the attention of the clouds and commission a shower of rain? Can you take charge of the lightning bolts and have them report to you for others? What do you have to say for yourself? Who do you think gave weather wisdom to the ibis and storm savvy to the rooster? Does anyone know enough to number all the clouds or tip over the rain barrels of heaven when the earth is cracked and dry and ground baked hard as a brick? Can you teach the lioness to stalk her prey and satisfy the appetite of her cubs as they crouch in, the den, in their den, waiting hungrily in their cave? And who sets out food for the ravens when their young cry to God? fluttering about because they have no food. Do you know the months when mountain goats give birth? Have you ever watched a doe bear, a doe bear have found? Do you know how many months she is pregnant? Do you know the season of her delivery? when she crouches down and drops her offspring, her young ones flourish and are soon on their own. They leave and don't come back. Who do you think sets the wild donkey free, opened the coral gates and let him go? I gave him the whole wilderness to roam in. <laughs> the rolling plains and wide open places, he laughs, at his city cousins who are harnessed and harried. He's oblivious to the cries of teamsters. He grazes freely through the hills, nibbling anything that's green. Will the wild buffalo condescend to serve you? Volunteer to spend the night in your barn? Can you imagine hitching your plow your plow to a buffalo and getting him to till your fields? He's hugely strong, yes, but could you trust him? Would you dare turn the job over to him? You wouldn't for a minute depend on him, would you? To do what you said when you said it. The ostrich flaps her wings futilely, all those beautiful feathers, but useless. She lays her eggs on the hard ground, leaves them there in the dirt, exposed to the weather, not caring that they might get stepped on and cracked or trampled by some wild animal. She's negligent with her young, as if they weren't even hers. She cares nothing about anything. She wasn't created very smart, that's for sure. Wasn't given her share of good sense. But when she runs, oh, how she runs, laughing, leaving horse and rider in the dust. Are you the one who gave the horse his prowess and adorned him with a shimmering mane? Did you create him 
to prance proudly and strike terror with his royal snort. He paused the ground fearlessly, eager and spirited, then charges into the fray. He laughs at danger, fearless, doesn't shy away from the sword and banging and clanging of quiver and land. Don't face him. He quivers with excitement and at the trumpet blast, races off at a gallop. At the sound of the trumpet, he neighs mightily, smelling the excitement of battle from a long way off, catching the rolling thunder of the war cries. Was it through your know-how that the hawk learned to fly, soaring effortlessly on normal up, updraft? Did you command the eagle's flight and teach her to build her nest in high heights? Her nest in the heights, perfectly at home on the high cliff face, invulnerable on pinnacle and crag. From her perch, she searches for prey, spies at a great distance, her young gorge themselves on carrion. Wherever there's a roadkill, you see her sick. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading for today. Once again, I'd like to thank the esteemed Sister Marco for this great opportunity. And do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. Over to you, esteemed Brother Martin. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Emmanuel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depend on what part of the world you're connected from. At this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to esteemed Sister Marco for this great privilege. This morning, the information is the strength. We'll be affirming I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I'm making this affirmation five times this morning. The affirmation is on the screen. Praise God forevermore. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God, praise God, praise God. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Kidan close to paradi, paradi, frog long is the paranectronistas. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread we break, the communion of the body of Christ. Lord, as we break this bread, we affirm that we are one with you, spirit, soul, and body. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it.
Hallelujah. After this man, I also took the cup when he has supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. And dear Lord, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. We thank you for the cup of blessings. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, shall I degradate paradigm Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Mr. Maka for this great privilege. Thank you to all our co-hosts. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed co-host. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's a celebration segment. So we're going to do this very quickly. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, please come to the chat room and tell us about it. Praise the Lord. So please quickly come to the chat room and let us know about it. If this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, please come to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you are connected from. If you are connected from within Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, please let us know the name of the country. And of course, who invited you? Glory, glory to God. Yeah, today's the 14th of July. Okay, Sister Rita Darlington says today is the birthday of my nephew. His name is Akachuku. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Any more birthdays in the house? Lord, we thank you, God, for our loved ones whose birthdays are today. Everyone who is celebrating, Lord, we thank you. Yes, hallelujah. They are flourishing in joy, unspeakable, full of glory, enjoying their lives in you. Hallelujah. This one to God, they are focused on the word. Hallelujah. They are committed to the study of the word. They are committed, oh God, to all that the Lord has told us to raising them, they are raised rightly in God, even at this time. Matured Christians, hallelujah, using the name of Jesus and full of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's in Stabola says today is my daughter's birthday. Her name is Latasha. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Latasha. Thank you so much, dear esteemed sister Marka, for this opportunity. And um, if you haven't joined our groups, please check the chat room and join the groups when necessary. It will help you um, continue and join in the other activities that we have to do. Thank you so very much, ma'am. Over to you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Harris, if we have a class today. Praise God. Thank you, um, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Always a blessing to fellowship with you all. Um, Thank you, esteemed co-host, for all the segments that you have handled so far. Praise God. 
Um, so we, we've had several classes in the course of this month and um, we're aware that quite a number of you have some questions. So um, we are dedicating tomorrow, Saturday, to um, answer all your questions about health. So all the speakers, all those who handled either of the classes would be available tomorrow. And um, if you have questions, they will be there to answer them. Um, so if you wanna send your questions ahead of time, you can go ahead and send them to Dr. Kell. However, um, the floor will be open tomorrow. So those who have questions can ask their questions and then get answers concerning matters of health. Um, I trust that you've been able to calculate your BMI and know where you stand and um, know the adjustments that you need to make. Um, this class are not... Um, they are not holistic in the sense that we might not be able to bring you all the information at once, um, but the, the insight and the information that you have um, should help you make you know, better decisions. Yesterday, I saw that someone asked that, uh, okay, um, when we're talking about the intermittent fasting and it was like, ah, but, um, uh, we're not supposed to miss breakfast, right? Except when we're fasting. Um, the the if if we say 16, 16, 16 by eight hours, um, it's up to you actually how you do it. Um, you can end your dinner at six p.m. and begin breakfast at ten a.m. the next day. So, um, and this this information are actually out there if you would take your time to find out more, you'd understand um, a lot about the things that we are teaching. And then you can also um, have sufficient information to make your decisions. But these things are very, very important um, so that on our path, we are doing the things that we ought to do. You know, um, already taking care of our spiritual well-being, our spiritual health, and using the word of God, you know, to keep us in health. But you also know, need to know that there are things that you ought to do to keep your health intact. So that's the knowledge that we're bringing to you and we want you to use them to your advantage. Praise God. So tomorrow, Saturday, um, get ready to have your questions answered. Go ahead, send your questions or have them answered tomorrow when you ask, praise God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Um, In the ongoing Your Love World, which I believe that every one of us has been participating um, 
so much information, so much insight and revelation has been coming to us, especially on our personal Christian life. And, you know, there's this reminder about who you are and how that um, what you got in Christ makes you a winner, you know, and um, we receive the righteousness that is a thing of nature. And with this righteousness, um, there's a lot, there's a lot that we have that we can use for our advantage. So just in case you faced so much challenges that it seems like you've forgotten who you are, let it be that reminder for you. And amidst all that's happening in the world, we know that we are not victims. We know that we are the true inheritors and owners of the world, the cosmos. So irrespective of the drama of the aeon, we stand ground as the seed of Abraham and we rule our world. And Pastor has made us understand how we do so. He reminded us again about the three important priorities which he gave us at the beginning of the year. The ministry of the word of God, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and the use of the name of the Lord Jesus. So it's mid-year and it seems like a reminder. You know, it's it's we're being asked to literally check if we're doing the things that we ought to do. Have you been using the word of God? Have you been having fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Have you been taking advantage of the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Have you been using the name of the Lord Jesus? Oh, yes, we have. We have. We have again and again. And standing in the gap in prayers, using the name of Lord Jesus, we've been able to change a lot of things around the world. Praise God. Now, I did announce that um, from Monday, Monday, 17th July, which actually marks two and a half year um, since we started this daily devotion, um, we would be adjusting the time of the devotion to begin at 5.55 a.m., which is about five minutes to 6 a.m. So the devotion would no longer begin at 5.30. It will begin at 5.55 a.m. So please be informed and um, prepare yourselves for it. Um, a few other areas which we would want to make adjustments to, um, it's, it's actually regarding your sleep when you go to bed and when you wake up. Um, I'm aware that at different times, some of us have all nights or some of us have um, prayer and uh, night prayer programs, um, which are not expected to be a permanent way of life, right? That is, um, you, you are not praying every day from 12, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. or um, praying every midnight, let me put it that way. There are times when we're, so we're led by the Spirit of God or um, because of certain church programs, we have to pray at night, you know, but as much as possible, um, we, it, we want to advise that your sleep is interrupted. 
what I mean is this, you know, there are some of you who um, you say, oh, um, I slept at 11, I woke up at 1, I, 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 I slept back at 2 a.m., I woke up again at 4 a.m., I slept back at 4.30, I woke up again at 5.30. Um, there are numbers of hours that is expected that an individual gets to help the mind, the body, the, and the body rest very well. And for the effectiveness of that rest, it matters that your sleep is uninterrupted. If what you can get is five hours of sleep, as much as possible, get it at once. So one of the ways that, um, why a lot of us might not be able to control the early hours of the morning, like, um, you, you, many people don't have the luxury of sleeping till 6 a.m. Some of us prayer programs literally begin like 4 a.m. And some have to wake up before then for their own personal devotion. So look at your timing and decide to go to bed early as much as possible. So the, the 9.30 p.m. prayer that we used to have for the nations of the world um, while, while the time for those prayers would come back, they would no longer be at 9.30. We want that if at all you are not doing anything, it's okay to have gone to bed at 9 p.m. Some of you are not used to it, but you're going to make that adjustment. It's okay to have gone to bed at 9 p.m. It's okay to have gone to bed at 9.30 p.m. It's okay to have gone to bed at 10 p.m. Some of you begin your day at, at, at 3 a.m. If you, if you go to bed at 10 p.m., that means you'll be up by, by um, 3 a.m., right? That, that, that's, that's already five hours. If you say, oh, I go to bed at 9.30 or 9, or uh, sorry, at, at 10.30 or 10.15, say, oh, there are days for um, the Eucharist prayer where we're praying with Pastor Chris in my country, um, local, time, local time at 10 p.m., Okay, so I'll go to bed at, at 10, um, 15. So that means that before the 10 p.m., you should have done all your night routine. You should have showered. You should have done all your facials for the ladies. Guys, whatever your night routine, you should have done it. I don't know if guys have night routine. It's, but you can go to bed afterwards. So if you go to bed at 10, 15 p.m., 10, 15 p.m. to 3, 15 p.m. is five hours. We want to review that lifestyle of when we go to bed and when we wake up. And like I said, as much as possible, have uninterrupted sleep. This thing I'm telling you, if you start it, you will discover that your productivity would improve. You will discover that um, there are certain things you've been dealing with that would reduce or that would stop. Like I said, I'm aware that so for, so for, 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 for certain times, there's maybe a prayer program where maybe um, as a church or even as an individual or as a cell or as a PCF, maybe you are required to 
um, have disowned prayers. Maybe you're having a 30 day of something in your church, a 60 day of something in your church, and then you people get to pray for an hour at night. But it's not a way of life that is permanent. So in those seasons, you now have to make the adjustment that also suits. So what that means is that you're just going to have that interrupted time and it's just to once. You know, I was reading some people's goals in the course of the year and I see how, um, sorry, um, your use of 24 hours and I see how, oh, you're waking up um, you're going to bed at 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 ten, waking up at um at um eleven thirty or twelve forty five a.m. Waking up again at you know there, there's just this many many interrupted time of of sleep. So we want you to be able to go to bed early and wake up early. Say early to bed, early to rise. So I'm appealing to you all as much as possible, look into your schedule. Many of you are not used to going to bed early. That has to stop. If you have to set an alarm to remind you, set an alarm to remind you, shower and go to bed early enough. So um, in the course of the week, um, either during the weekend or by Monday, Monday in especially, will bring you all the new structure. Now, today is Friday, and today marks the, um, uh, Dr. Kell, am I correct? Today is the final day for the morning prayers. Am I right? Tomorrow, ma'am. Tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow. we have three more days. We have today, and we have tomorrow. I'm talking about the prayers that, um, for the different teams that start at 10 a.m. and ends at 12.30. So today and tomorrow wraps up the, the, the one-month journey. It was supposed to be for one month, and we're wrapping up by tomorrow. So whatever your team, you're in team one, you're in team 10, ensure that you um, join your team, especially this last two days. And let's wrap up with style. Let's wrap up with a shout of victory. And we want to thank you all for ensuring that these things, um, this this um, um, intercession that we said we're going to do for a whole month went uninterrupted. I want to especially thank the prayer coordinators who held on, who held all the different segments and coordinated all of them. The transition from one team to another, the availability of the coordinators and the other members of the team. Thank you so much to the um, admin team that um, planned it all, headed by Dr. Kell. Thank you so much for all that you guys have done. So as this comes to a conclusion tomorrow, Saturday, we will then announce to you um, the 30 minutes time that we would have um, our daily prayers for the nations going forward, right? Even those um, who are praying for Nigeria, we have a meeting on Saturday, I'm sure you're aware of it, and you would also get information as to the new structure of the intercession. So the goal, one of the goals is to free your evenings like your late nights, whatever we are doing, we should be done latest by 9 p.m. 
So going forward, no meeting exceeds 9 p.m. And I'm telling you that as much as is possible with you, make the adjustment to go to bed early. Then you can wake up early and have your personal devotion. I stressed this, stressed this the first day I talked about the adjustment. I said, we are also wanting you to ensure that having your personal time of fellowship with God becomes a priority in your life. Don't use inspired by the word devotion or any other prayer program or devotion program as a replacement for your personal times with God. So make all of these adjustments. We're talking about the month of healthy living, healthy spiritual life, healthy financial life, healthy health life, healthy physical body, healthy mind, healthy soul, healthy spirit, healthy in every way. That's the goal. So these things that you learn, don't take them for granted. And we make them a part of the devotion so that as you listen to the podcast at the end of every day, you can still hear and take your notes. The podcasts have been updated up until yesterday and we post the links on the Telegram group. I'm sure you're all there. So you can go back, you can listen, you can take notes and you can make the adjustments that are required of you. At this moment, I want to pray concerning our day and concerning um, for those who are, um, who, who are giving an offering. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to give an offering every day. We send these offerings to our church, ourselves, our PCFs. And we thank you because as sanctified of the Holy Ghost and acceptable unto you. I thank you because you have loved us with an everlasting love and you've drawn us with your loving kindness. This loving kindness that is your grace that we so enjoy in this world. Grace that empowered us to reign. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of knowing you and growing in and with you. Thank you, because this second half of the year, as we make the adjustments that we need to make, thank you, because our lives are healthier in all ramifications, and we enjoy more of that which you have to offer us, because we're able to create time for more fellowship with you. We give you praise. We declare concerning our day that it is blessed, full of the miraculous, full of victories, full of joy and proliferation. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. All right, esteemed family, today is Friday. Have a great um, day and um, see you tomorrow, Saturday. Ensure that you remember the times of prayer from 10 a.m. Join your team today and tomorrow as we wrap up the one month um, time of intercession. Thank you, everyone. I'd like you to unmute your mics as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 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 <laughs>